Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. On our Oakwood Heart Jewelers Talk and Text line, we have on with us Jeff Palermo from Louisiana Radio Network, the sports director to and host of Tiger Rag Radio. So, Jeff, you got a lot of tigers going on in your background. So, uh, Jeff, thanks so much for joining us. But, uh, man, tonight I think the big question is exactly how long Jaden will play. But I want to see, man, defensively, uh, Georgia State is going to come out just running the football. Uh, they got a quarterback that can run the football. You got a, a pretty good running back there that's over 1,200 yards rushing. Um, I want to see, can this front seven play any better than what they did last week? I don't know if they can play too much worse uh, because, man, ATN, uh, yeah. I, I get the fact you were trailing so you were constantly having to throw. But had this been a close game, ATN might have rushed for 200 yards against this defense. Yeah, and I, I don't know. You know, here we are at week 11, and I don't know what kind of – I mean, I think it is what it is at this point, yeah. right, guys? Yeah, ain't changing. Change. It's not really changing. The only the only change that I can see is if they put Whit Weeks back out there instead of Omar Space. I mean, that yep. that to me would be the the one significant change that they can make. Uh, I mean, you're you're seeing flashes here and there. I mean, Braden Swinson was a little more active in the game against Florida. Maybe see, maybe he's able to make some things happen, but. You know, especially without Makai Wingo at this point, um, you know, and Jordan Jefferson's made some has had an okay season, but I don't know how much it's really going to improve. You would you would hope though, even though Georgia State's got some really good skill position players, that LSU can dominate the line of scrimmage here in this game and uh, keep Georgia State from really running the football uh, at will against LSU. I, I'm impressed a little bit with the young kids in the secondary. Uh, now, I thought that would be worse. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, once they started getting all these guys kind of go down and whatever's happening with Chestnut and, and, uh, and Denver Harris. But uh, I, I think for the most part, they've held up pretty decently. Uh, I couldn't have predicted that. I, I thought that would be another, uh, you know, kind of spike to the heart uh, with all these young guys. But. Jeff, uh, they've sort of stepped up and made some plays in the secondary, and it, it's been better than I think most of us anticipated yes, it would be. Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I agree. I was thinking, especially when uh, you know they had a, the, the, the injuries, and you knew that Denver Harris wasn't coming back, and you knew Deuce Chestnut, Chestnut was not coming back, and Zion Alexander goes down for, with an injury. You were thinking, especially. Uh, heading into that Alabama game, boy, oh, boy, this is going to get really rough. Now, granted, obviously, LSU didn't perform very well uh, against Alabama, but it wasn't like there was just these guys running wide open down the field and nobody was really contesting them. Uh, I think in this game against Georgia State, they, it's not, they don't have any kind of freak athletes as far as wide receivers or guys that can really, really hurt you. 
I, I hope that maybe a guy like Toviano or especially JB and Toviano, let, let, let's see him make a couple plays here tonight. Maybe, maybe get an interception or Sage Ryan or some of these guys. Let's, Let's see yeah. against uh, against this type of a defense against these type of wide receivers. If these guys in the defensive secondary can kind of hold Georgia State off a little bit, um, because yeah, I, I would say it's. I, I, I mean, our bar is not very high, right? With this defense, that's so whatever right. Whatever they're able, whatever they're able to give you, you take it, and then you're like, okay, let's get the offense back on the field and score some points. Jeff, I want to talk about two guys specifically, and you brought one of them up in weeks. Um, you know, early in the year, I, I actually thought that Weeks was playing very, very well, and he played often. But the other, on the other side of the football, Aaron Anderson, it just seems, seems to not be able to get on the field. Can you kind of talk about both of those guys a little bit? Well, I think what we're seeing in, uh, with Brian Kelly especially is, uh, and this is, I think, what's difficult when you're, you're getting guys out of the transfer portal and you, you convince a kid to come here in Omar Spades. And then Omar Spates is expected to play, right? I mean, you, you kind of made this commitment to him. And I think we've also seen Brian Kelly really lean on older players. I think if, if he has, you know, there was all this talk about Spencer Hurd would, would, would break through on the offensive line. Well, no, mm-hmm. you, you got Miles Frazier there, and you're, you're going to use Miles Frazier. Now, last year they had no choice. They had to go out yes, there with Will correct. Campbell as a true freshman. So they, they played Will Campbell as a true freshman and Emory Jones. They had no other options. But if they got options, it just seems that Brian Kelly is going to go with more of the veteran guy. That's the guy he's going to trust. Um, he, they, they made a commitment to Omar Spates that he would be a linebacker, a starting linebacker on this team, and I think they're, just, they're going with that. As far as Aaron Anderson goes, I, I just don't know where where he fits in, right? Because you got two great, you got two first round wide receivers, and then you're you, you have uh, Kyron Lacey again, a guy that's been around a little bit more than Aaron Anderson. So that's your third wide receiver. Chris Hilton's been around a little bit more than Aaron Anderson, so he, he's going to get an opportunity. So for Aaron Anderson, there's just there's not a chance. The, the disappointing part is is that. He must have punt in the season opener, and then you never see him again. And that was the hope was that at least he would be a return specialist, and he didn't even get that out of him. So uh, hopefully next year, obviously, when um, when um, Neighbors moves on and Brian Thomas moves on, uh, Aaron Anderson will have more of an opportunity with this team. My thing is put him back returning punts. My thing is, well, okay, I, I, I get it. You you did muff one, yeah. man. What? I, I'm not going to punish you for that. No, you got to. And I'm a putting chance. you back out on the field because I know Aaron Anderson's a playmaker with the football in his hands. And so, again, if that special teams coach uh, Brian Kelly, whatever, my thing is, I'm putting him back out there because I think he can make an impact as a return man. Yeah. I, I think here's what, what the coaching staff thinks. This offense, you could LSU's offense can start at its own five, or they can start <laughs> on the opposing team's 45, and they're going to score a touchdown. So all they need the punt returner to do is catch the catch. punt. And then the second thing is you just can't afford, when your defense is this bad, you just yeah. can't have empty possessions offensively. You can't give the opposing team two consecutive offensive drives by muffing a punt. And I think that's the thinking of it. Um, yeah, I, I, but still, I would love to see Aaron Anderson back there. I don't know. Maybe, heck, in a game like this against Georgia State, maybe you try it. But, um, 
probably not. I wouldn't hold my breath to see Aaron Anderson return in. Yeah, if we ain't seen him do it now, uh, I don't expect that we're going to hear the blink and then he's going to be out there. Uh, The running back position, because it looks as though (laughs) Logan Diggs, again, won't play in this game. Uh, We've seen a lot of Josh Williams. I'm a big Josh Williams fan. But I think for most fans, their deal is, man, give that football to Caleb Jackson. We want to see what he can do carrying the football 10, 15 times in a game. And I know Brian's all about right. running back by committee with Noah yeah. Kane. And, you know, and John has the injury now, too. So your thoughts on the running back position as we enter kind of the winter years of this 2023 season? Well, I think you're going to see a lot of Josh Williams and Noah Kane. I mean, I, I think, again, this is uh, Brian Kelly kind of leaning on more of the experienced guys. And, you go back to his post-game press conference after the Florida game. What did he want to talk about first? Before he got to Jaden Daniels, he wanted to talk about Noah Kane. Yep. And he wanted to talk about Josh Williams. And I, I think he he has a lot of respect for what these two guys have done. These two guys were expected to uh, have more of a role on this team. But because of the emergence of Logan Dix, uh, they've watched most of the season on the sidelines. Now there's been some injuries with Diggs and Emery. And now he's going to give it. I think he's going to reward Noah Kane and Josh Williams for being, uh, I, I, you know, for being guys that stuck with the program, didn't complain, and he knows they got a bit of talent. It, you, you go back to Noah Kane; he had ten touchdowns last year. Josh Williams was a representative for LSU at SEC Media Days. These two guys were supposed yep. to be significant parts of this 2023 team, and they weren't. Uh, and now he's got an opportunity to do it. Uh, but, again, this hopefully should be a game for LSU where you, you blow them out in the first half, and then we could see a lot more of the, uh, the freshman running back and some, maybe some other guys as well. Jeff, look, looking forward, let's say LSU wins tonight. Let's say LSU beats Texas A&M next week. What bowl game do you anticipate or hope or wish that LSU can go to? Give it to them, Jeff. Tell them about that, uh, that Notre Dame matchup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that seems to me that seems to be the one that I mean. You look at all the bowl projections; it looks like LSU's going to Tampa. They're not going to send them back to Orlando. They've been there enough no. here recently, yep. so Tampa seems to be the spot for them. And it looks like Notre Dame would be a great opponent, and that would be a really fun game. I mean, all, all those years where we were you hoping that Les Miles, when Les Miles the coach at LSU, you wanted that LSU Michigan matchup, never got it. Uh, I think you'd love to have an LSU-Notre Dame game. Uh, it was brought up to uh, Brian Kelly this week. I don't know if he's really looking forward to that kind of game. I don't know how much he's really even thought about it, obviously, with the two more games left to go. But that would be an intriguing game. You love storylines. You're going to get that kind of a storyline. And that would be a fun game to watch. And I think that would, you know, let's face it, guys, if you're not in the New Year's Six Bowl game or if you're not yeah. in the college football playoff, these bowl games, especially you look at last year's game against a, a, a Purdue team that was a shell of itself. We know what happened two years prior to that when LSU played in the in Houston and had 39 guys. So these bowl games are really, if it's not one of the marquee games, it's, they're really tough to watch. They're really tough to get excited for. But you can get, an, you can get excited for an LSU-Notre Dame game. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah, and uh, I'd be more excited if I knew uh, – uh, that Malik Neighbors and Jaden yeah. Daniels were playing in that bowl game. And yeah, that's no. going after the season's over with, that's going to be the question mark, too, uh, for, for both guys. Last question, 
Charles Turner uh, in the offseason. I got to spend a little bit of time with Charles and talk to him. And he told me, he said, Coach, listen, uh, I'm, I'm 312 pounds. Man, I took a good look at him, 312. I was like, man, Charles, listen, I, I don't ever want to get on that scale that you weigh 312 pounds. Now, he's got some height to him, but, man, 312 pounds, uh, uh, he, might, he might be stretching the rubber band with that. But, man, he's such a good technician at center. And I think he's calmed everything down <laughs> along that offensive line. And you, you got a young guy there in DJ Chester who, who I think is going to be a big-time player. Man, he's built. Uh, he got some bulk uh, in the spots that Charles Turner doesn't. Because uh, Charles Turner is not a real wide guy. He's not a wide-body guy. But he is such a good technician, so smart. And being able to pick up these calls now that become blitzes from all different angles, left, right, right up the middle. And he's done a great job. Herb, as a former quarterback, you got to appreciate the mentality and the intelligence of a Charles Turner. Absolutely. Jeff? No, I think he's he's been uh, – you can almost say he's been the glue, right, of that offensive line. Not that it's been a shaky offensive line. I, I would say just two disappointing performances against Alabama and Florida State where I think Florida State overwhelmed them. And same with Alabama. That was disappointing. Tigers never able to get the running game going in both of those games. But uh, th- th- this offensive line has been really – has been good. It's, there's a reason why it's a Joe – more uh, semifinal award yep. Uh, yep. finalist yep. or whatever. So they, they've been really good. Um, you know, I, 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 going into the Alabama game, I thought maybe this group could be better than that 2019 team. I, I really feel like that 2019 team, because of what they were able to do at the skill position level, that it didn't really, I don't want to say it didn't matter who's the offensive line, but it, that offensive line didn't have to be great. Uh, I thought this offensive line was, was really good for much of the season. Again, that Alabama game was a bit disappointing. But for the most part, they, they've been really good. It's, it, you, ha- you haven't, there hasn't been a game, there hasn't been too many games where you really pointed to the offensive line and said, man, that was a, a bad performance. Uh, they, they've been solid there, and Charles Turner has been a guy that's kind of, I, I think a lot of people have doubted him, as, they, as you mentioned, Mike, because of his size, but here he is. He's been, what, a multi-year starter for LSU, and he's done a nice job at that position. And when he hit LSU's campus, his second number was a four. (laughs) (laughs) 240-something. I mean, and that's legit. No, I took a good look at him. No, he was legit. He was in that area, cool. But now uh, I would say he's probably that second number's a nine or an eight. Oh, high eight, so maybe 288, 290, but somewhere in that range. But, man, I, I, I just I take great pride in watching center play because I do think they're underrated they are. for what they bring to yes. the table. I see the guy at Tulane and Hainsworth. I see what Turner has done. Both of them not kind of bill-wise is what you exactly would want in the center, but they are so, so smart. Jeff, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Man, we really appreciate it. Uh, have a great uh, game tonight and uh, listen come out with a big victory and most importantly no injuries no injuries no injuries we'll talk early saturday morning next week guys yeah yeah uh, so set that clock either that or I'll, uh, coleman will be calling you early thank you jeff i appreciate it thank you jeff 
All right, guys. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Jeff. We'll be back with more of our Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. I'd like to tell you along with Herb Tyler, we're at Acme Oyster House, 3535 Perkins Road here in Baton Rouge. We'll be back with more here on the Big 870 WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 